Good day, amazing teachers. Hi. You're perfectly tuned in right now to Classroom Conversations, the platform for Georgia's teachers. I'm Ashley Mingwasser. Thank you for being here. Our series is presented with gusto through a joint partnership between the Georgia Department of Education and Georgia Public Broadcasting. What if I said I could put you in a better mood almost immediately? And it's not megalomania. It's psychology. A new field of research has emerged to study the positive effects of compliments. Research has revealed two things so far. First, that compliments make the receiver feel even better than we anticipate. And second, that compliments also improve the mood of the compliment giver. Today, we're considering this uplifting topic the power of a compliment and peer encouragement in our classrooms. For the sake of conversation, our working definitions are, thank you, Webster, compliment, an expression of esteem, respect, affection, or admiration, and encourage, inspire, urge, or foster with courage, spirit, or hope. I now encourage you to meet our guests. Between them, these two educators have every grade level covered from K through 12, Ashley Smith teaches maths of many varieties at Dade County High School. She is dedicated to her students' well-being with such thoughtful activities as daily check-ins and encouraging cross-complimenting. You know how I love to meet another Ashley, folks. And here with the coolest name ever is Perry Oates. Perry is an intervention specialist at Leadership Preparatory Academy in DeKalb County, a K-8 school. Perry builds powerful relationships with her students, and yes, she's pretty contagious. You're going to see that. Hi, women. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm awesome, Ashley. Perry, how are you today? I'm great. I am great. Just excited to be here. You are? I was admiring when I came in immediately the beautiful hue of red you are wearing because we're going to start the show with compliments naturally. I love that color. What would you call that color? I would call it a maroon or a burgundy. Very nice maroon and burgundy. And Ashley, I love the pattern that you're wearing today. Describe this pattern for us. Um, It's exciting cheetah print. I feel like it kind of goes with our personality being a little exciting, a little edgy. Um, But, you know, also trying to present some happiness with the yellows in there. Yeah, I love the the mustard is a nice touch. So everybody is here, showed up to show out. Thank you so much for being here today. Just a few hard-hitting questions here. That's a lie. Uh, Can you tell me the best compliment you've given lately and the best compliment you've received, Perry? Hmm. Hmm. Now, we're talking academic, education. any fashion. (laughs) Okay. Um, I will say the best compliment I've received lately would have come from a colleague. Good. Um, I was telling them uh, how nervous I was about today, and she just... Uh, inspired me. She said, I want you to understand that you have touched so many lives. You know, you were built for this. This is you. This is what you do. And you're going to be great. And I think that just really like it kind of was like, oh, thank you. (laughs) You know, when you know someone's watching you and they may not say it all the time or you just go about doing your job day to day. But then when someone says something to inspire you or they tell you, I've been watching you, I think that, that you're amazing and you're doing a good job. You're like, Thanks. So that really inspired me. It's it's this morning. Are you still feeling nervous? Uh, No. I think think you've set the tone for me. I'm so glad. (laughs) Invite you in. So now tell us a compliment you've given that you thought was important. I've given. Um, 
My students, uh, the scholars at my school, I give compliments to them all the time, whether it can be academics telling them, I'm so proud of you. Just today I went in, they were showing me a paper that they were doing. I walked into a teacher's classroom and they were like, look, Miss Oates, look what I did. And I'm like, so awesome. I am so proud of you. And they were like, yes, I wanted you to be proud. So, (laughs) So yes, just today I gave that compliment and I try to compliment them on every little thing I see, whether it's their hair haircut, you're looking handsome, just <laughs> anything I'll tell them. And, and, you know, because I just want them to feel a sense of pride. Yes. And so I know how important that that compliment can be, whether it's academic or social or physical, you know, that's I know right. the importance of them all. Now they seek to make you proud. Yes, they do. <laughs> what a conversion. <laughs> Ashley, what's the best compliment you've given and received lately? The best one I've received lately came from one of my students. At the end of every semester, I like to do a survey and have them kind of give me feedback on the semester and how things went and what worked for them, what didn't, and just anything in general they want to say. Um, And one of them put on there that he acknowledged that our classroom was full of really intelligent students. And that with a teacher like me, not even the sky's the limit. Like, we are, have endless possibilities. Wow. I thought that was so, like, kind of like, oh, yeah. Not even the sky's the limit. Like, <laughs> that's amazing. Um, and so that just felt really good. You know, we compliment our students a lot. And it's really nice mm-hmm. to hear things back from them because that doesn't happen quite as often. Um, so when they notice something about you as a teacher, that's just really cool yeah. to hear it. That's and one I gave recently went to my principal. He This is his first year as a principal. Um, and we all know that that job is hard. That is a, <laughs> that hard, is a hard job. job. Not one yes, that I is. want. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I just wanted to let him know how much I recognized what he was doing for the culture and the environment of our school. Um, he pours so much into us, and I'm always wondering who pours into him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just sent him an email recently uh, just letting him know that, like, I recognized what he was doing, and I felt it, and it made me enjoy coming to work. It put the joy back in teaching and being comfortable inside of my classroom again, and just that his support meant a lot to me as a teacher, that I felt like I could do what I needed to do in my job because he was being so intentional with what he was doing with us. With his job. Yeah. Are there encouraging words, it could be a quote or just a few words you've heard that you feel like last a lifetime for you that you'd like to share with our listeners? What is that? Um, I would say my professor uh, in college. I went to Oakwood College, Oakwood University now in Huntsville, Alabama, and uh, Dr. Milan Sign. I remember it was classroom organization and management. And she said to me, um, When educating the mind of youth, do not forget to educate their hearts. Mm -hmm. And that stuck with me because we are, you know, we do have to teach to the standards and we know how important the textbook education side of things are. But educating their hearts creates a good human being. Yeah. So that kind of really stuck with me. Um, I have one. We do a character um, plan at our school and one year, one of our words was encouragement. And I always try to put a quote on the board with that word of the month that we're using. And so one that I found that I've just kind of held on to ever since then was um, correction does much, but encouragement does more. Um, So in our jobs, we do a lot of correcting and and helping our students with things that they're learning or doing, behaviors, academics. Um, But that doing it with encouragement can do more than just pointing out and correcting um, that behavior. So I thought that was really cool. That's powerful. To go deeper into our conversation about compliments and encouragement, let's just start with this quick, quick question. Are there any compliments you found 
that don't work, whether by approach or wording? What have you seen in your experience that that doesn't quite land what I was going for? I think knowing your audience is really important. Mm -hmm. There are some things that our students would be self-conscious about that they wouldn't want you to compliment on. And so kind of knowing your kids and what is going to perk them up the most when you compliment it is really important. So like reading the room, getting the vibe Read from the them. room. Yes. yes, that's smart. Perry? I definitely think that's it, reading the room, um, because everything doesn't work. It's not a one-size-fits-all in education, not for children, not even for adults. You know, mm-hmm. what does it for some doesn't do it for others. So I agree completely, Ashley. I think reading the room and knowing the needs of your child is essential because paying a compliment that didn't really compliment me, like, hmm. That mean did that really make a difference? Exactly. Like, you know, was that for you or was that for me? You right. know, so doesn't think... achieve the desired outcome. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> so how do you do it in the microcosm of your classrooms? How do you each use compliments and encouragement with your students? Well, I don't have a classroom, but I um use it through going into, into other, other teachers' classrooms. classrooms. Yes. So I will um I used to have morning duty outside in the front. I don't have that duty anymore, but I started the year with that duty and I would just greet them. You know, good morning. How are you? We're so glad you joined us today. It's a marvelous Monday. You know, that's how I would greet them because I want them that I am that liaison from leaving the car to walking down the hallway to your teacher. I want to create uh, that sense of pride, that sense of joy. So by the time they get to their teacher and their teacher then greets them as well, then it's like, oh, yeah, I'm ready to start my day. Mm -hmm. I'm ready. They're amped up. They're amped up. And so between that and then popping in sometimes during the day just to wave, just to say hi, I hope you guys have an awesome, fantastic Friday or a terrific Thursday. Those are the things that I do just to pop in too so they can see me and realize we're watching you, we're proud of you, and we know you're going to have successful day. That's exciting. How do you do this in your classroom, Ashley? Um, I agree first with Perry, greeting them at the door, like letting them be the first person that you see and giving them some excitement for the day or for my class um, is really important. Um, And it also kind of gives me a gauge on how they're doing for today. Like, are we in a good mood? Do I need? Yeah, you have high schoolers. Yes. (laughs) And their moods change very often. (laughs) Um, And so it gives me a good read on them before they even come in the door. Um, And it kind of lets me know, do I need to interject or do I just need to let them have some time? Like, what are, well, you know, what's going on with them? And then also we, I do daily check-ins. Yes. And that's at the beginning of class. It allows me to, like, get attendance done and do some other things. And so they do that while I'm doing my teacher thing. And on there, it gives them options between choosing, like, this or that. I give them different pictures. Like, some of them would be, like, watching a movie at home or watching a movie in a theater. Like, what are you feeling today? And then it leaves the space for them to just leave a compliment for anybody. So we call them our daily shout-outs. Um, and then when all of that's done, I read a few of those for our class. And so they get some immediate compliments from their peers. Uh, which is really cool because they love getting compliments from us, but they definitely love getting compliments oh, from yeah. each other. They care what each other thinks about them. Um, so it was just a really cool shift to see them doing it for each other. So it helps them learn how to compliment because some of them are not, you know, always afraid it's of it. It's modeling. Yeah. Exactly. And, um, and then they enjoy getting those compliments as well. What differences do you see in them and in, in your positive classroom climate and student engagement as a result of these methods? I think we have more of just kind of like an open space where we feel like we can all be ourselves. 
I think it's lended well to me being able to have my students work with various different people in the classroom because we all have this understanding of we see each other, we see the good in each other, uh, we respect each other. And so conversations flow so much easier. Um, group work goes so much better because students aren't afraid of making mistakes or having to be a certain way. They can be them uh, because we've recognized all of the great things about each other. Yeah, exactly. What uh, positive differences do you see, Perry? I see a change in behavior, even the way they're walking down the halls, you know, um, just wanting to make someone proud. You know, they want they they're looking for that compliment. Oh, yeah. Uh, And so I think it changes the way that they view things, the way that they view themselves, the way that they view one another. And so they're wanting to make not just me proud, not just the teacher proud, not just their peers proud, but everyone that's comes in contact with them, they're a little bit more excited about doing something that makes them proud. How do your students react to a culture of compliments? Is that ever weird or awkward for them? At first. Really? Yes. (laughs) Yes, especially for me, because I'll walk in the room, not even greet the teacher. I'm like, good morning, guys. How's everyone doing? You guys look (laughs) like... And they're like... (laughs) <laughs> they're not sure, you know, at they're first, awake. but now, now they're used to it. They're like, there goes Miss Oates. Yeah. <laughs> you know? How did your students react, Ashley? Yeah, it's awkward at first. Um, high schoolers in general can be a little awkward. Yeah. Um, so they're kind of like, you want us to do what? Okay, um, sure. And it's like, yeah, this is going to be great. This is going to be so much fun. And they're like, ah, we don't do that. Like, that's not what we do. I'm like, well, what are we going to do now? Mm-hmm. Um, so it is a little awkward at first, but as we continued to do it, and I was very intentional about it, uh, it became just so easy. They started coming into class already knowing what compliment they were going to give somebody that oh, day. I love that. Um, because they, it made them more aware of each other and just observing, being more observant during the day, not even just in my classroom, but when they would see each other outside of that and in the hallways and doing different things. Um, so eventually it becomes something that just seems so natural Mm -hmm. um, for them. But it is awkward at first. Yeah, it it is vulnerability. It can be hard for adults too, but it takes those blinders of me off and forces us to look and evaluate others for uh, their positives, you know, and that really builds community. You make complimenting sound so easy. Is it just an offhanded, at a boy, at a girl, good job? Or how do you make them sincere and grounded and specific to the complimentee? Observation. I observe the students. I observe them, how they communicate with one another. I, I also talk with their teachers. You know, the teachers, we'll talk about um, different students academically when we talk, but then also I think it's important to get to know the individual student. So in observing them, I know what they like, what matters to them. You know, like when they're talking about a puppy or talking about it, like, you know, I can talk to them about Sebastian and I start yes. talking about my pumpkin and they're telling, I have one too. And, like, and just seeing them in the morning, hey, how's your dog? How's your your dog doing so it's it's not just about the compliment itself more so is it also about just connecting with them positively uh, yeah and authentically their background information yes. yes and so it becomes authentic because it's not generalized I'm talking to you personally about some things I know about you personally yes it's not some <laughs> flimsy generic compliment right, right right it is rooted and grounded in the very essence of who they are <laughs> what about you Ashley how do you keep them sincere yeah I'm gonna agree with Perry it's just through observations of your students getting to know them, learning things about them. And I think just the way in which we present it too and the tone in which we have when we do it. Um, you know, sometimes we can give sarcastic compliments, you know, that have a little bit of that to them and it doesn't 
come across as a compliment anymore. So I think the way that we carry ourselves when we say it to them. And then again, just making something that's very personal so they know that you have recognized something about them, like a new haircut. Yes, I love your haircut. Um, I have students who I know math is not their favorite subject or something that they're great at. I know it's hard to believe that somebody (laughs) doesn't love math. Uh, (laughs) But just when they finally reach an aha moment in class, making sure that I point that out and compliment that moment for them. Because that's only going to encourage them even more to kind of try and keep doing at something that they don't necessarily feel like they're great at. Can you guys share two anecdotes about how the practices of complimenting and encouraging have enhanced either or both your relationship with students and their relationships to each other? What do you have? I think it um, changed our relationship and building just a level of trust beyond me just being their math teacher. Right. Um, and it kind of helped break down, down some barriers to that as well. I get a lot of kids who come in and math is just not their thing. It's not their subject. And so we already have some walls built up towards it. And so taking the time to do something that is not math related, start our day off with something that's really positive and exciting, kind of helps everybody relax a little. And when they relax a little, then those walls start to come down and we can learn and do so much more than we did before. And it also just makes them more willing to collaborate with each other. They're starting to learn who their classmates are because they have different classes all over the place and they don't know all the people that they go to school with. Mm -hmm. Um, So it allows for them to just be a little bit more trusting to work with each other. Um, And they get to meet and know people that they wouldn't have ever thought uh, could be a friend of theirs. So friendships are forming when we do things like this. It's just really cool. Yeah. What, What are you seeing in your relationships with students and theirs with each other? Uh, So in my relationship with students, um, I would have to say trust as well because they're not my students. Right. I'm not their homeroom teacher. You're in and out. Right. I'm coming, pulling them sometimes or I'm coming, pushing in. And so it's like, well, who's that? You know, does she also have my best interests at heart? So I have to kind of earn their trust. And so I think that um, in earning their trust, having a conversation with them, paying them a compliment, asking them how they're doing, what did they do over the weekend, over the break, just sometimes listening um, without so many things to say before we begin to start on that intervention. Let's talk about this. So I think it creates a... um, just a ball of trust between the two of us and and just the other children that I uh, meet with as well. And then for them with their peers, kindness. Oh, that's so important. You know, like I just really think it's so important for us to show kindness to one another. And so their friends are now like, oh, I want to do this. Do I need to do something nice? Because they always want to do something nice for their teacher. Right. But we want to teach them to spread that kindness amongst one another as well. Yeah, to everyone. Right. Big and small. <laughs> Young and older, never old. I know the difference. I want to know how compliments can work alongside expectations because you're communicating expectations in your classrooms all the time. How do you acknowledge your students when they follow and meet expectations and goals? I think it's important to acknowledge when they do things, even though we expect them um, to do those things. Because we... I think about like my students, they have four different classes that they go to during a day and all of their teachers have different expectations. And so they're trying to keep up with all the expectations that they're expected to do everywhere that they go. Um, And so they're going to need reminders. And I think pointing out that good behavior ahead of time um, just helps them and reminds even their classmates like, yeah, that's it. That's what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, And doing it in a positive way just makes them feel even better about it. 
How about expectations in your classes, Mary? Um, so the expectations are set with the homeroom teachers, but I just uh, reemphasize it, I guess, when I come in or even on our morning announcements. My team of morning announcement students, shout out to the third graders at LPA. <laughs> so I usually have two threats. I usually have three third graders to do the announcements, but now I've started to do two, and I allow them to pick a second grader to join them, and then it'll trickle down then a first grader because I want them to know that they are the leaders of the school. On the uh, lower school side, they are the leaders because we have K3 on one side and 4 through 8 is on the other side. Yeah. And so with them doing the announcements comes a sense of pride. And I think that just letting them know, I'm so proud of you. you did a good job reading today. Also, I teach them that they should be watching their peers because you're going to be responsible for picking the next person who's doing the announcements. And I want to make sure you're picking a scholar who's doing the right thing. Are they a leader? Mm-hmm. Are they behaving themselves? Because that's the type of leaders we want to do the morning announcements. And so they're like, you know, I really was observing so-and-so in this class, and I think they'll be good to do it after me. And I love that. I love that they're watching each other, and they're saying to themselves, you know what? Yeah, I can pick a leader, too, just like a teacher can pick a leader. So the expectations are set in everything throughout the building, whether the teachers are setting them, the the students are setting expectations for one another as well. So it kind of just trickles down. It becomes really infectious. What is your one-sentence response to this line? Why compliment students for doing what they should be doing anyway? As an adult, I want to compliment when I'm doing something right. Yes. <laughs> here, here. There's the gavel on that. Yeah. I mean, just to be honest, we know what we should do. We know the expectation. But what's wrong? What did it take away from us to just merely say, you did an awesome job. That yeah. was great. Yes, that was expected of you. I think that the expectation should be a compliment in return as well. Just like like we expect good behavior, let's go ahead and expect a compliment as well. What's wrong with it? Okay. (laughs) I love that. Take it to the next level, Ashley. I couldn't agree more with Perry. Um, I love being complimented, too, as an adult. You know, when an administrator walks in your room and it's like, you just did that lesson right there was amazing. Like I like hearing it. And so it's nice for our students to hear that too, even when, I mean, I'm expected to teach well. Of course. Um, and so getting that compliment that I've done a good job, it's the same thing for them. Like they're expected to learn and, yeah. and to behave. And it's good for them to also hear like, yeah, I love that you did that today, yeah. even though you were supposed to do it. I still love that you did it. That affirmation encourages you to stay on the right track yes, and exactly. keep going and go further Definitely. and higher. Sky's the limit. They told you, Ashley. Yes. Actually, it's not the it's limit. Sorry, we can go beyond so it. So what is the limit? This is getting oh, we're very limitless. advanced math. I know. <laughs> infinity, infinity. What advice do each of you have for teachers who are setting up a positive environment so that all students can feel successful and all are included? What, what do you say to them? I can think off the top of my head, I have colleagues who have mirrors, full-size mirrors in their classroom, and they call them affirmation, and, you know, they'll, like, post little affirmations around the mirror. I have another colleague who has a kindness wall in her classroom. Um, Other colleagues who have uh, a corner where uh, they can go and gather themselves or get themselves together, kind of pump themselves up Mm -hmm. if they're not in the best temperature attitude at that moment. You know, those to me, I, I love to see that. And I can count so many teachers in my building that have those 
those moments and those areas set up to allow their children to feel like they're in a safe space. Yeah. Whether it's whether you're having a bad day or a good day, it presi- it provides that space for them to be able to share that with you. And it's OK. And I can take a moment to get myself together. Yes. You know, I can take the time that I need to get on the right track so that I can be the best scholar for the day. Go and find those resident complementarians in your school. What advice do you have for setting up a positive classroom? Yeah, I agree. Modeling, seeing it in person is really important. Um, I would also encourage them, especially if they're a new teacher, because that can be really an overwhelming time in your career. Um, Start with something small. You don't have to do all the things at once to create a positive environment. Pick one thing and do it really well. Um, And then from there, it kind of grows. Like, that's how mine started. We started with a Friday you know, compliments and accolade time, you know, 10 minutes of class every Friday. And it kind of grew from there. So take something small, get really good at it, and then you can begin to add in new things that are only going to grow that positive culture in your classroom. Over time. Yeah. Can you give an example where complimenting a particular student adjusted their behavior? Sure. Yeah. I have one student in particular I think of. uh, Since I started at the middle school level and then moved over. I've had a lot of the same kids um, two to three times. So we we know each other really well. Um, But I've also gotten the blessing of getting to watch them grow up and um, just watching how they've matured over time and things like that. And I can think of one student who um, is known for getting in a lot of trouble, you know, having to spend days in ISS or not being able to ride the bus and things like that. And I've had him in class and just have encouraged him a lot. Like I made him one of those where like, I'm going to make sure that I point out everything great that he does because he's capable of being a good person. And I wanted him to see that and feel that as well. And we were having a conversation not too long ago where he was like, oh, my God. I just realized, like, I have not been to ISS at all this semester. And I'm like, that's right. You haven't. (laughs) Yes, you have not. And that is amazing. And so his mindset has started to change of, like, I am a good person and I'm capable of doing good things. And it's great um, to have someone who can point those things out to him. Like, he needs that. And that's going to only just continue to grow as he continue to move through high school. So it's really, it's a really cool experience to see with him. It's like you're transforming him from the outside in, yeah, which is wonderful. Do you have a story when complimenting changed a student, Perry? I will have to go back to my morning greeting at the door. Yes. <laughs> there were two students I can think of that just really, they came to school upset, like just upset, whether it was tears or just stumping through the door, like just upset that the process of getting up and getting there every morning. And it was every morning. And I would tell them, I said, we're just so happy to see you. We're so glad you came, you know, that you joined us today. And so I think just telling them, it's like, yeah, they're excited to see me. They want me to come. They missed me, Mm -hmm. you know. And so I think personalizing those greetings and Uh, telling them in the morning how great it is to see their smiling faces. And I think it made a difference because now I can definitely see the transformation. He's not pouting anymore. He's not stumping. I even got him to stop crying. So I definitely think that made a difference, giving those compliments and just continuing to keep be consistent with it. Yes, consistency. Because it'll be the one time that I don't do it that he's like, well, well, what happened? Exactly. He needs that. The consistency, I think. 
of it all really made a difference. Well, also, from the research I shared in the beginning, it feels good for the complimenter, too. So it may feel like you've got to be Pollyanna sometimes, but <laughs> it, ha- it feels good for you. It has a positive outcome. Right. So let's conclude with your teaching tips for teachers in their complimenting and encouraging practices. What do you have for them? I guess, like, just modeling, being consistent, determining in the beginning what's important for you um, and sticking to it. And even on the days where you feel like it didn't work, where you complimented somebody and they still didn't help change their attitude that day, it doesn't mean that it won't further down the line or that you haven't planted a seed that's eventually going to grow into something bigger. So determine what's important for you. Be consistent. Um, and just hang in there on the days, even when it seems like it doesn't work. Keep going. Keep yes. going. Perry, what are your last words? I'm going to go ahead and piggyback on that perseverance, consistency. Uh, there may not be an automatic change, and that's okay. Mm. Because at some point, you know, when that light bulb comes on and that connection is made, like you said, the the complimenter, the feeling you feel when you know that you've made a difference um, I do think also just getting others involved. We're all in this together. We're all villagers. High school musical. Like they say it all the time. <laughs> we are all in this together. And so I think that as a village, when we all come together and we're all paying those compliments, mm-hmm. we're all making sure the students are okay. We're all checking on each other. The positive climate and environment within our, our staff has to be empowering as well. And so, you know, it's, It's just so rewarding when we continue to give those compliments. Well, this is one of the hardest episodes to end because where else are we showered in the edifying effects of compliments? It's hard to say goodbye, but thank you, Perry. Thank you, Ashley. Did you have a good time? I had a great time. Where are your nerves now, Perry? I think they're gone. Down to zero. Down to zero. That's what I like to hear. (laughs) I think you turned the room around. And to all of our teachers listening, keep the enthusiastic encouragement coming. Vibe checks, check-ins, you name it. Your students claim it, and everyone is uplifted. I can't rightly conclude with our usual single compliment tag. Oh, no. So here are three. We admire you for the sacrifices you make for your students. They don't go unnoticed. Also, our education system is made better by you every single day. And lastly, as always, you're a great teacher. Classroom Conversations is back next week. This is your host, Ashley, signing off. Talk to you then. Bye-bye. Funding for Classroom Conversations is made possible through the School Climate Transformation Grant. 